Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. You guys made me watch Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What'd you think? Remember way back in 2020 when you guys started making me watch that movie? <laughs> what year is it now? It's still 2020 because it's the year that never fucking ends. <laughs> Here's my issue. Why, There's one. There's why one. Do you, one? <laughs> why do you only have to say Beetlejuice three times and you don't even need a mirror? But Candyman, you have to say five times and you have um. to have a mirror handy. Why does Beetlejuice have so much better reception? Uh, I, I can't answer these questions for you, but I'm super sorry about Candyman. And problem number two, why weren't there more B puns? <laughs> yeah, he was just like, be my victim. <laughs> it was so, like that episode of The Simpsons what had the Valentine's Day card that's like, I choo, choo, choose you. <laughs> um, be mine. Allison and I are here again, as promised, with our friend Sam Rager. And mm-hmm. I didn't get to say it last time, but I put it in the show notes. Sam has her own podcast called My Eulogies, Please. And uh, it's going to be out every Tuesday now? Yeah. Or, or every I've, other Tuesday? Every other Tuesday. Okay. You probably were able to download the second episode a couple of days ago. Because <laughs> this will be <laughs> on, on the Friday afterwards. Okay. So it's a, it's a really fun podcast. Sam and Santiago work at a funeral home slash crematorium Mm -hmm. and Sam's character has bugged the uh, funerals and (laughs) is putting the best ones out as podcasts (laughs) It is a lot of fun. How did that idea come about? Um, It's something that I I was kicking around for like a while. Um, But then I was like, oh, nobody will listen to a podcast. So I did it. And then uh, Helium asked me for an idea and I was like, here's this idea. Uh, <laughs> and they allowed me to go forward with it. And the very first episode features me and our friends, Heather Kozlikowski and Kristen Cunningham. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Are you bummed at all that you wrote it in a way that you're not going to be able to give eulogies? Because <laughs> you would be so great at it. <laughs> uh, I... I I'll, I enjoyed writing. I wrote one as an example, like the hamburger helper one I wrote. Um, And I might actually just give it to someone to perform because I'm having such a hard time getting them back. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, 
But I enjoyed writing that one, but I like hearing other people and I hear hearing myself talk a lot of times. So I'm like, ooh, majority of this podcast, I can just listen to other people. Who did we hear on the episode that just came out? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're recording this before that. Uh, Louis D. Michael, uh, cool. wa- eulogized uh, Mr. Grinch. Oh! <laughs> yes. uh, Esther Navarro's uh, eulogized Hopes and Dreams. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. And Isaac Lanford uh, eulogized Samwise Gamgee. Oh, Ooh, awesome. Nice. That's a powerful lineup there. I'm excited. Those are about three that. great people. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be cool. Who is going to eulogize the time that I spent watching Candyman? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So this movie scared you both when you were kids. Yes. Yeah. I was 11, but Sam was three. Sam, you were three, mm-hmm. you said? Yeah. Okay. I have very few memories of being three, but this one uh, sticks out. Yeah. I remember being much more frightened of this what a, movie. Yeah. How do... what? What did you guys feel about it now? Oh, um, it takes forever for anything to happen. Yeah, it does. I don't remember that part. I remember it being like action packed the whole yeah. time. <laughs> they yeah, I don't so- want to bemoan the pacing. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I was impressed with how many B words you thought of throughout the movie. Oh, I yes, did. You did. I had to entertain myself. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. This movie is really boring. <laughs> It relied on a lot of jump scenes. Oh. Yes. Way too many jump scares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why did he take so long after she first said his name in the mirror to then pop up? Like, oh, we need some exposition. Like, I could totally pop up now. Because it isn't like she, he wasn't able to appear in her apartment anyway. Yeah. But it's like, she says Candyman in her apartment, and then, like, Three weeks go by, and this was shot in real time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the quick summary of the movie is this woman is a graduate student. She's doing a thesis. Virginia Madsen. Virginia Madsen is doing... Michael Madsen's sister. Uh Uh-huh. He has a hard time watching her do nudity in movies. Oh, yeah. So he probably closed his eyes when they showed her titties. (laughs) Her Um, bee cups. (laughs) Anyway, her supple bosoms. <laughs> um, so she and her friend are like, don't belittle the choice that she made to show <laughs> nudity. <laughs> they are uh, doing a, their thesis on like urban legend. The urban legend that they're studying is Candyman. So like to be silly one day, they're like, let's do it in the mirror. Tee hee hee. And then, um, they keep looking into it because um, in the projects, there have been a lot of serial murders that look a lot like Candyman murders. So they take it upon themselves to go check it out and um, be detectives. <laughs> and then it ruins their lives. Who could have foreseen that? Like most horror movies, it does do a little sort of like, let's just get your attention and have a quick kill at the beginning. And Ted Ramey from Birmingham, Michigan, <laughs> is the bad boy on a motorcycle. How old are they supposed to be? She's babysitting and he's the bad boy. I, I think they're supposed to be like in high school. So like 16. Okay. 
like he was nearly 40 when he shot this. You don't For say. Real? Yeah. He looks like he's seen some hard years. <laughs> He was a really bad boy. He was a really bad boy. (laughs) I thought it was kind of funny that Virginia Madsen had the um, inquisitive black female fellow student where I was like, oh, this is like Silence of the Lambs. And uh, (laughs) And because it was Casey Lemons from Silence of the Lambs. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, what is this role? Well, you know the role you played last year in Silence of the Lambs? Kind of like Well, you're that. gonna play it this year. Again. But you're gonna get a sweet kill scene. Yeah. <laughs> this Where is they I- painted her face blue for some reason. Yeah. That looked horrible. Yeah. That, like, I don't know. If just somebody didn't do their research. Uh, no. Black people turn blue. Bright blue. <laughs> Bright like, blue. Like they ate some bad candy in Willy Wonka's factory. When That's they 100% died. what happens when they die. I learned this recently about Casey Lemons, which I think is really neat. Um, she did, she wrote and directed the movie Harriet that came out last oh. year about Harriet Tubman. And she also wrote and directed Eve's Bayou that came out in the late 90s, too. Oh, cool. So. Yeah, like she's an accomplished filmmaker. She did um episode of the Luke Cage uh, Marvel show on Netflix. and That was so well done. Yeah, so I think it's pretty cool that you kind of know her from these two really cheesy <laughs> roles yeah. of, hey, you're the black best friend, and one movie you're just going to kind of disappear, and the other one, you're, we're going to kill you and paint you blue. But she's also a very accomplished writer and cool. director. That's awesome. Yeah. At some point during this movie, hours go by, and then finally, Virginia Madsen is starting to go into these trances, or like, she passes out, and then wakes up covered in blood. And she's like, I don't know what happened, but like, someone's dead. And she gets hauled off to jail. Yeah, that happened to OJ, too. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so this made me very irritated. Is that when she's arrested each time, she's like, I need my husband to come pick me up. I'm like, bitch, you're about to be charged with murder. (laughs) Why are you? And they let her leave. (laughs) Yeah, was there some sort of like message in this movie about the inequality between black people and white people? Like, I feel like (laughs) there should have been something there, but I was like, I'm not getting it if it is i don't think it was intentional i think now it's like oh this is terrible back then they're like this is normal right yeah, <laughs> yeah this is oh it is mm. i'm Mm-mm. really curious to see how this jordan peele sequel slash reboot is going to be i'm excited to see his take on it for sure yeah. i need to show santiago this before like, <laughs> yeah please do <laughs> He'll be like, wow, this movie's really long. It's only an hour and 40 minutes. I'm going to take some mild time before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Definitely not any vitamin B. <laughs> <laughs> no vitamin B. <laughs> Don't want to stay awake for the whole thing. Yeah, because it was kind of a snooze fest the first, like, three quarters of the way through. Yeah. And then, like, everything kind of happens the last quarter of the movie, and you're like, oh. I mean, it just feels like you guys could have made it more entertaining through the rest of it, too. I have a hard time taking a killer seriously when he's wearing dancer soft shoes. (laughs) 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 When they showed him in the parking garage, it's like the first time that you really get to see him. And they kind of start with his feet and then kind of tilt up. 
uh, you pan left and right, you tilt up and down. <laughs> I thought you took film classes. All right. Anyway. What the fuck is wrong with you, <laughs> fuck Allison? you. I'm seriously <laughs> mad at you. No, <laughs> you. Uh, is this the one where we try to get Sam to pass out? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. I was like, well, there's no way this is, is actually him because that guy's wearing dancer soft shoes. And I Surprise. guess that's good for sneaking up on people. <laughs> like Jason Voorhees should wear dancer soft shoes. He should, because <laughs> instead of obvious. workers' boots. Yeah. <laughs> he he do also, a lot of sneaking. Yes. He also um, had a very sassy fur coat on. Yeah. That um, yeah. was confusing to me mm-hmm. anyway. It had blooded matted sleeves, but his shirt underneath was pristine white. Yeah, okay. perfect. It was a shirt. I wasn't sure if he was wearing a shirt or an ascot. <laughs> it was a shirt. <laughs> Tony Todd before this did the Night of the Living Dead remake. Mm-hmm. And he was offered this role. Very respected like theater actor in New York. And he was offered this role and he was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be known as like the horror guy. And he was working on a play with Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. And Steve Buscemi was like, what the fuck are you? You're going to say no to an acting? Like, do it. Like, yeah. What are, yeah. Just take it. And uh, it ended up being a game changer for him. Yeah. He's done a lot. I have no idea why. Because <laughs> this movie was. Um. But he's like a really good actor. I, I listened to an yes. interview with him. And. Uh, he went to theater school and didn't have any money for tuition. And basically the school just said, hey, listen, you are a phenomenal actor. And we're sure one day you will do right by us. So you can just go here for free. That's awesome. And, yeah, uh, that's hard to find nowadays. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, he didn't come from a lot of money but he kept uh, getting all these opportunities based on his talent alone, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that's very cool. Those stories, too, are hard to find because a lot of times now it's like nepotism. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. He did like a, a wax mold of the inside of his mouth, and that's how they did the bees in there okay i thought you were gonna go with a different direction (laughs) (laughs) no the bees were really in his mouth and uh, oh my gosh i was wondering how they did that because i'm like that's not a fake head like that's him they used a special kind of baby bee that was they were only 12 hours old so when they stung you and they did it wouldn't hurt as much as like an adult bee oh my god and virginia madsen is allergic to bee stings (gasps) Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. She's allergic to bee stings and she had to be covered in bees? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wonder if she was actually, like, sedated. Because <laughs> she's <laughs> kind of, like, passing out during that. Yeah. Well, she wanted to be hypnotized for her scenes with him. And, like, I, I didn't quite follow the trivia on this. But it ended up freaking her out too much where she was like, we got to break this hypnotic hypnotic suggestion because uh it's too much and to work on the chemistry between the two of them they took uh ballroom dancing classes really Tony todd and virginia madsen oh wow to give them sort of like a classy romantic kind of chemistry yeah 
That's sweet. Yeah. That is sweet. I didn't get any of that in the movie. Yeah. You couldn't tell that she was totally beguiled by him? <laughs> uh, do you think these were part of the original script? Or do you think that somebody hated her and was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> we should add bees? <laughs> they, they probably hated Michael Madsen. And they were like, you know what? Your brother is very difficult. And... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, fuck you, too. <laughs> so fuck you, too. Her hair was very distracting for me because it looks like she just has rollers in them the whole time. She has a lot of very pronounced curls. Early yeah. 90s, baby. Dude. You know what? You're right. That is like a very early 90s hairstyle to just have like the big curls and you don't, you know, you don't finger comb that out at all. You want to make sure you just look like you just took your rollers out. Yeah, and so, like, she takes a shower in the hospital. Her hair looks like a normal person's would after you take a shower. But then when she takes a shower at home, uh, before Candyman kills Bernadette, like, yeah. all of a sudden, like, her hair is, like, magically... <laughs> magically done. Beautiful, beautiful curls. I thought it was the weirdest thing that when she burst... Well, she doesn't even burst through the window. She's climbing on the ledge of the hospital and the nurse lets her in. And she does this WWE off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> slams the nurse to the ground. She basically and just, then like, rips her clothes off. falls on her and then just, like, puts her hands on her shoulders right. as she lays on the floor. <laughs> Knocked her out. The nurse who looked like Rhea Perlman to me. Yes. Uh, definitely a lot shorter than Virginia Madsen was wearing pantyhose. And then Virginia Madsen for the rest of the movie is wearing pantyhose. Like, you don't have to take her disguise to that point, like to that degree. And as Sam pointed out, they never ran either, which I <laughs> yeah. thought, you know. Maybe, you know what? Maybe it's good that she got those pantyhose. Cause, yeah. I mean, those are some pretty nice. Someone bequeathed her with some really nice <laughs> pantyhose. Oh my God. Those those pantyhose did not run once. Yeah, she was climbing through uh, trash, like a wood yeah. pile. Yeah, a burn pile. And then, yeah, she was beneath the burn pile. She was beneath the burn pile. <laughs> also, so um, she goes in the projects. There's like a burn pile where the um, people who live there are basically setting a trap. You realize that, you know, when the Candyman goes in there, they're just going to burn it down and kill him, is the plan. So she's carrying a hook for some reason. She just finds it, and she's like, I'll just, I should hold this. Well, it's like Galecki did in, uh, I know what you did last yeah, summer. Like, Here's a hook. I'm just going to carry it around. Just look kind of menacing. That's all I need to do. Yeah. I Also, like, the fact that the neighbors, like, of that place think that there's a man with a hook murdering people but they leave him hooks available like if yeah. he loses yeah. one like he's Here's the santa claus of horror <laughs> yes just, all right milk and cookies just here's a hook for you here's a hook for you enjoy wait were they leaving him bags of candy with razor blades in it was it sort of like a Santa Claus? Like I couldn't tell what that was thing? about, I, yeah. or if that was just like a commentary, or or if not a commentary, but if that was just like Candyman fucking with her. I couldn't tell. Here's what bad of a neighborhood it is. They yeah, have to put razor blades in chocolate. <laughs> Fuck you. Sometimes you, you feel yes. like a nut. Sometimes you don't. I mean, damn. But when you do, 
Almond Joy's got razor blades. Shit. <laughs> well, so she goes into the burn pile because she hears a baby crying. So, like, the first murder that she's kind of accused of is this woman that she meets in the projects who's just, like, it's a lo- she lives alone with her dog and her baby. And when Virginia Manson, like, comes to in her apartment, she's covered in blood. She opens the door. The dog's head is chopped off. <laughs> It's very comic looking because it's very fake. <laughs> and then she goes into the baby's room and the mom is just like screaming and crying and the crib is full of blood, but there's like no baby. They can't find the baby. Do you think the message of that was that bad things befall people <laughs> <laughs> when white people start gentrifying the neighborhood? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she realizes that the baby's still alive and it's in the burn pile. So she's like going to go rescue it. And then Candyman's like, shh, baby, now that we're here. I don't remember the dog being that big, but when they showed its head, like the dog was a behemoth. <laughs> it's huge. It also was hilarious because it's not like they laid the head like on its side, like how you would normally see it. It was like tipped upside down. So like the skull was <laughs> Yeah, it was not believable at it all. It was not. It was so weird looking. <laughs> Do you think that's the first appearance of what, what's his name? Triumph? The oh, yeah. <laughs> Robert Smigel was just off camera, just like this is an excellent movie for me to poop on. <laughs> oh shit. <sighs> wait, and that like I don't think a dog has that much blood in it. I mean, <laughs> It was There's excessive. only one way to find out. Right, let's go get a dog. We have them on either side of us. We do. They're but both they're so very tiny. small dogs, though. They're tiny, though. Yeah. Harpo is like gizmo size. And Lola is like, I don't know. She's like the size of a softball. She's so little. I think it is kind of neat that we are between two dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Are you bewildered by how many puns I'm coming up with? I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh, good lord! So anyway, she goes in the burn the burn pile. It's being set on fire. Candyman's like, "Let's just we're gonna die together and, and become one, and this is gonna be our child or something." I don't know why the baby's there. Oh, is it because she was pregnant back in the day? Ooh, maybe. Oh, that's right. Mm. She became pregnant, mm-hmm. so they needed the baby. You got it. <laughs> then um, she's like, fuck you, Candyman. And she just like hits him with a piece of burning wood. And that's, or did she stab him? Yeah, or something? she stabbed, stabbed him with him. the She stabbed him. Shirt. And he all of a sudden has no power anymore. He's like, oh. And she's like, I'll just crawl through. It's fine. She crawls through and like a beam falls on her. She catches on fire, still crawls out, but she is crawling with the baby in her arm, just smashing the living shit out of it <laughs> the entire way out. Where I'm like, well, that's why they use twins to play the baby. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Seriously, like when they show the baby for the first time, that's a tiny baby. That's a baby that's only a couple months old. So you're just like, oh my god, why are you smashing that baby so much? <laughs> but she saves the baby. She, like, crawls out of the fire. Maybe this whole movie was, like, a pro-life movie. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm just trying to figure out what the message was. 
But uh, instead of hangers, they use. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think the message is that white people are the savior. Yeah, this is definitely a white savior movie. Yeah, yeah. the painting yeah. of her at the end looked like a- mm-hmm. <laughs> looks like Jesus. Mm-hmm. But she still murdered her husband. Right. Yeah. There's no way in hell that guy was ever going to like be able to bang a student. Yeah, he's kind of like looked like a toe. <laughs> and, <laughs> and but he's banging this really like young blonde college student who immediately moves into his apartment after his wife goes to jail and paints it like bright pink. Yeah. There was like a really creepy professor um at the university I went to and there were student I I don't I don't know how they found him attractive, but like anthropology students uh he slept with like a ton of them and wow. it's like I, I don't know if they they did it because it's almost like ironic or like hipster to like like something that's not conventionally oh attractive. yeah to be like i like him for his brain yeah like his thoughts. he's really thank sad. god allison has a santa claus fetish <laughs> <laughs> you didn't always look like santa claus no <laughs> look less like your dad now more like your dad's older brother santa claus <laughs> I, I have a real remember. Kenny Rogers thing going on with my beard now, too, which Alice and I were, um, you know, <clears throat> having some intimate time. And she was like, and I pointed that out and she's like, don't put that fucking image in my head. No when to hold them. No when to fold them. If you start doing that thing with your eyes where it looks like you're looking into the wind, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> you picked a fine time to leave me. Oh, my gosh. Can you get, like, roasted chicken and bring it home, too? <laughs> Ooh, do it. Your skin looks too young, though. Yeah. Like, you don't. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get some kick-ass plastic surgery oh god don't do that you're gonna have weird face yeah if you are gonna get weird plastic surgery then so am i perfect i'm gonna get real (laughs) i'm gonna get real big lips nice just like big old lips as big as you get your lips (laughs) i'm gonna get my cheeks (laughs) there are some sloppy plastic surgeons who like leave the lumps in the lip injections yeah and you can like you can see where it's injected each time. Like, they don't do it even enough. When Mike and I were working at um, where we worked in California, there was a girl that we worked with who would get lip injections. She came in one day. She, like, came up to the, to my desk and she was like, Elsa, I have to go home early. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, yeah. And she's like, sorry, my lip is really swollen. And one side of her upper lip was, like, swollen up to her nose. And I was like, oh, what uh, what happened? She's like, I don't know. My lip just started swelling up. I must have eaten something. I'm like, right. Eating <laughs> something. Like, she just got lip injections and was having a bad reaction. It was real funny. She looked insane. Like, I can't help but staring. Like, more power to them if that's what they want to do. But, like, I, it's, it, I can't. Like, my eyes, like. Glue. You go to the lips. You're like, yeah. hmm. Those mm-hmm. aren't natural. Those aren't natural. You weren't born with those lips. Why? I always feel like if when you look at the bad plastic surgery that super rich and famous Hollywood people get, you have to kind of 
except the fact that there's no such thing as good plastic surgery. Jane Fonda, I think hers is pretty good. Hers is pretty good. Michelle Pfeiffer looks great. Okay. Yeah, I guess there are some exceptions. But there are some bad ones, too. I mean, like you can't deny that there are some... I mean, just go for a walk around Birmingham here, and you'll be like, (laughs) whoa, hey, you should have seen someone else. (laughs) So, Candyman. (laughs) Yeah. So, Candyman. um, We don't have to watch the sequels, right? No. I saw the second one. I did not see the third. So, does she come back in the second? No, it's totally different. It's like oh so. It God. wasn't true love after all. I guess not. So in the sequel, um, <laughs> I'm not sure who the lead is. I can't remember her name, but she's. I don't even really remember all that much. I just remember it's a woman and her husband, and she's like, "Oh, let's just do Candyman. Like it, it'll be fine. It's like no big deal." And then they do Candyman, and then she and her husband bang, and then afterwards they're like, "Let's have some cake or something." And as he's, like, coming into the kitchen, Candyman murders him. And she's like, oh, my God. That's all I really remember from the second one. At least it escalated faster. It did. At least he let them have sex. He did. He was probably watching. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, yeah. Give it to her good. I wonder what happened if, like, one of the couples that have the ceiling mirrors, if, like, people were doing it and they, like, said. Ooh. That's interesting. Do you think that's the porn version? Yeah, for sure. 100%. (laughs) They're like, let's do Candyman, but I want to be already banging when we do it. (laughs) Have you guys ever said Candyman in the mirror? No. Mm -mm. No. I don't like to tempt fate like that. So this is what I don't understand. The setting was super important to all of this in this movie. That the projects were built over where he died, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, for some reason, in the sequel, he moves to New Orleans. Oh. Yeah, like, I seem to remember that, that it was set in New Orleans for some reason. Yeah, I just don't... Okay, it says, The Candyman arrives in New Orleans and sets his sights on a young woman whose family was ruined by the immortal killer years before. Her father was killed by the Candyman and her brother was wrongly accused of the murders. And then in Candyman 3, he goes to L.A. and finds one of his descendants. Sounds fun. Um, He travels a lot. He He is a big traveler. Apparently, he has a thing for blonde chicks, too, because... That is who the second lead is in all yeah, it's three Yeah, Kelly movies. Rowan is the... And it's Donna Dierko. Wasn't she on Baywatch or something like that? I think, from- yeah. Kelly Rowan was in, I think, Gossip Girl or something. Well, thank you guys so much for making me watch this movie. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I did not see it in the early 90s when it came out. It's and okay. part of me has been... Wondering my whole life if I missed out on something because I think Tony Todd is a great actor. And uh, this very... made me think a little less of Tony Todd <laughs> and of both of you, to be wow. totally honest. Wow. <laughs> Sam, your opinion on Sleepaway Camp does not matter at all. I was to me. held down and forced to watch this. Yes. You know what? She had a very traumatic experience watching yeah, but this you movie. You guys sold me on this is a scary movie. Yeah. For a three-year-old, it was. I was 11 when I saw this movie. Okay, so... And there was a lot of blood in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had, had to drag to watch, that dog room to room. She did. 
<laughs> she had to drag that dog's headless corpse and swing it around that entire apartment. If we had to sit through another movie right now between Sleepaway Camp or Candyman, which would you guys want to watch? I, I think I would choose uh, Sleepaway Camp because it has that like nostalgic feel to it. Yeah. Okay. Has that really hilarious. good baseball sequence? <laughs> it's because I would want to watch. It's the thirty-year-olds versus the forty-year-olds. I want to watch, and they're a- all campers. I just want to watch a bunch of guys pretending to be fourteen with full <laughs> chest hair and a crop top on, talking about how they're going to play the counselors later. <laughs> and I would really like to see the um, the Ken doll, Jean. With his smooth front and his short ass shorts. (laughs) Those performance enhancing drugs taken by school kids. (laughs) They just kind of make everything go inside of you. So what I'm getting at is I think it's fair to say I won this Halloween, right? (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Sleepaway Camp is hilarious. Uh Uh-huh. Candyman is not. No. It's not funny. So I won Halloween, right? Okay, fine. You won Halloween. I will say this. Wait, what, did you say no? <laughs> I said for now. Uh, for now. Okay. <laughs> next um, Halloween. <laughs> next Halloween. God, I hope so. Because if you guys make me sit through another piece of shit like Candyman. <laughs> I've got to be careful about talking about pieces of shit that made me pass out last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which reminds me, there was this scene where she goes into the bathroom where like the one little boy gets his penis cut off. <laughs> By the candy man. And on the wall, it says sweets for the sweet, but it's written in shit. <laughs> I know. I looked at both of you when all the shit graffiti was going on. And I was like, are they going to look at me like <laughs> I might start laughing and pass out again? Because, <laughs> you know, my reaction worried. to shit. I wasn't worried. Man, I wish those like shit letters like CG formed into <laughs> Just one giant turd. Yeah. <laughs> With a hook hand. <laughs> it was... And he soft shoot over to her. I think the biggest crime of the movie is that those uh, that street gang left her on the bathroom floor of that rank. Oh, yeah. That was pretty nasty. I think the most impressive thing, though, is how they kept those bees alive in that toilet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> These amateur beekeepers. Uh. <laughs> She's like, let me just... Slam the lid down as hard as possible. <laughs> That's why they were upset. Bees. They're like, Do you know how hard it was to <laughs> get them? them in there? What the fuck, Virginia Madsen? What was your guy's favorite part of this? Let's end on a positive note. <laughs> um, during the, the movie, when we were contemplating how many times uh, that somebody would have to poop and use that <laughs> to paint such a long phrase. Because <laughs> the letters were huge. They were like two foot tall word, like letters. I'm like, it just seems like you didn't need to make them that big to really still get your point across. Like you're still writing on a bathroom wall in your own shit. Like it doesn't have to be huge. I feel like you could have done it in one sweep if you had like a, if you went to a truck stop and ate like a like a hoagie, an, an egg sandwich, or something. I mean, it was layered very thick. It was, it was 
it's not smeared. You can see wall beneath it. Uh, yeah, that's that's exactly right. When I was much younger, I cleaned bathrooms at a movie theater, and you know, that was sort of par for course. Always in the women's bathroom, though. Women's bathrooms were always way grosser than men's bathrooms. Yeah, when I worked they at a are. gas station, it looked like that bathroom from like all blood <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I did a show at a frat house in Lansing once, and those toilets in the frat house looked worse than the toilets <laughs> in this movie, and that includes the one full of bees. Oh my god. I've been in frat house bathrooms and I concur. They're fucking disgusting. Like, no one ever cleans them. Ever. There was one where I was like, is this chocolate cake mix? What's no. going on here? Oh my god. Oh. And they're like, just pee in it. And just the sound of the like, it sounded like peeing in chalk and pudding. It was just like. <laughs> I would be so scared that it would splash back up. Yes. Yeah. And then you would just have to live with the fact that someone else's shit is on you. Don't pass out. I mean it. That poop scene made me think of the time I was like in a hospital and I was, like, way too old for, like, playing in, like, a kid's section. Well, I was maybe, like, nine uh-huh. or uh-huh. ten. Um, and I went down to the toilet room and I had to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, in the little playhouse. Yeah. Like, a little tykes playhouse. Uh-huh. I accidentally <laughs> pooped in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you poop your pants in there? Or did you... <laughs> Were you like, I need to pull my pants down and put my a gown on? You just open the back of the gown. <laughs> and then I had to carry it back to my room. <laughs> <laughs> like it just fell out of you and you were like, well. I'm keeping it together today. You're not going to make me pass out. <laughs> I know that you know my Achilles, oh my God. but poop talk That's isn't going to so get me this time. Hilarious! You were like, "Oh no!" Oh, it's so funny. Oh, that's funny. When you say you were nine. Were you twenty nine? <laughs> like it was a couple of years ago. Shut up. Oh man, that's great. Listen, poop happens. A lot. Well, this has been another episode of Shit Talking with Sam Raker. <laughs> uh, I um check out Sam's podcast, My Eulogies Please, available wherever you find podcasts. Mm-hmm. I hope. Me too. Uh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> You're like, maybe. <laughs> it's hard to say. My favorite part was the end when Trevor's crying in the bathroom. Oh yeah. And his new girlfriend is like just in this pink apartment, just slamming shit around like, what the fuck, Trevor? What was his goal for saying her name in the mirror? Like, she was going to show up and, and he be, was like, be like, hey, I forgive you for... I'm going to go out and kill her, but, you know, like, what did reasons? he think was going to happen? I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's supposed to make sense. The only reason that he calls her back is so that she can kill him. He's just crying like a bitch in the bathroom while his girlfriend's like, Trevor, let's make dinner and then we'll (laughs) probably have sex. Can you just get out? And she just takes a giant piece of meat out of the refrigerator (laughs) and starts chopping it and then throwing it somewhere in the kitchen. To make a salad. To make a salad. (laughs) A meat salad. 
my favorite part because I I think I'm really hormonal or something. Oh God! But uh, are you on your period? I I may be, <laughs> but the little kid that takes her to the bathroom uh-huh. and stuff, the way he talked and he had like a little lisp and his tongue kept kind of coming out. I was like, that is so adorable. Like, granted, that kid is like you know 35 now. Yes. I yeah. I was like, that kid's really neat and. I should look up and see if he got to have much of an acting career, but he was a good actor. Yeah, yeah he did a he was really a good, good job. Yeah. yeah, I really liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. So that kid was my favorite part. Aww, yeah, that's cute. He's adorable. You're adorable. Look at you, <laughs> the candy man, lady. <laughs> the candy man is the secret. Although I am bummed that they didn't let him say that the kid got his dick cut off. <laughs> like he's like really worked his way around it, where you he's just like, have to. Assume. <laughs> well, they do been... shoot. You know, they do shoot it so that they pan through the bathroom and you see a kid holding his crotch with blood everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So they would let one kid do that, but they wouldn't let the other kid go. Man, he cut off his dick <laughs> <laughs> and um... threw it in the toilet full of peace. <laughs> do you think the Candyman did that, or do you think that gang did it? Cause I don't know if the Candyman would murder children. Yeah, he only yeah. wanted that one baby. Right. I bet yeah, the that gang was the probably gang. did it. I bet the gang did it. Do you That's think when they up. had the lineup of the people, when they got the gang leader, do you think the other actors were the guys who didn't get the part? <laughs> but they were, they <laughs> still like, wanted okay. to throw him a bone. You didn't get the part, but listen, we still have a line for you in the movie. Yeah, it's a line. You're going to get Taft Hart lead into the Screen Actors Guild. So uh, you got win, that win. going for you. Win, win. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you so much for making me watch Candyman. <laughs> you are welcome. That's a Halloween gift to you. Yes, yeah. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you, Sam, for being part of this. Thank you both for letting me do two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you can also hear Sam regularly on my other podcast, Truthcast. <laughs> playing paul star <laughs> it's nice to be on a podcast with you where you are female <laughs> i'm surprised that you don't play a male on my eulogies please <laughs> i was tempted i was very tempted um and then trying to figure out what kind of character i wanted to be but i was like well i had to be like the dumb the dumb one or like the socially um and i kind of i don't know i have like a 80s vibe for her like a very okay. like yeah that would be fun for you to do live shows of that as well. Ooh, yeah. It's like, like how they used to do the like dead author evening shows. at the author, yeah. evening with the authors. Yeah. That would make a very fun live show. I want to. Yeah. Ho- hopefully post-COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. There might be some coffins laying around that we could use, too. <laughs> I also feel really dumb that it wasn't until this morning where I was like, oh, I get how you came up with the name of that character. <laughs> Shelly Stoker, right? Yeah. Yep. See, and Shelly Stoker could be a guy's name, too. I mean, There's a guy's could. name, Shelly. Yeah. Sh- sure, yeah. Not so much, like, nowadays. <laughs> well, it's like a nickname for Sheldon and stuff. People... Who do you know named Sheldon? My attorney. Let's <laughs> 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 find a mirror. Oh, there's a mirror right above you, Allison. No, thanks. Let's say it. Listen, I don't. So mess this with movie lore. does still scare you. 
Would um, you say it, Sam? No, I also wouldn't play with an Ouija board. Either. Yeah. Oh. It's like one of those things where I'm like, I'm not trying to. I don't want to mess with the universe. So mm-hmm. they say don't do Candyman. I won't do it. And this movie still wasn't good. (laughs) (laughs) I would do it, but I'm afraid that it would just make me watch the movie again. (laughs) (laughs) It's Tony Todd shows up and is like, listen, motherfucker, you're watching it again. And the second one. I have a very deep voice and I can provide a commentary. (laughs) He just holds (laughs) you down and makes you watch it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I improvised this. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for coming, and <laughs> I'm glad that I wasn't the only one who had to watch this movie and be like, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't alone. This was the one I looked forward to all October. Like, I cannot wait until you guys show me this movie. I have been looking forward to seeing this since you told me that story on Movies for Kids. Well, so I've been looking forward to this since the summer. You're welcome. <laughs> I am really sorry that that um, was anticlimactic. Uh, yeah, you have to be this movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that you're not Benji's godmother anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but All I'm right. not saying that I'm not going to start looking for replacement. <laughs> You're still his godmother. You're ridiculous. All right, we'll see you guys next week with um more ridiculous. Yeah, back to uh normal stuff. Yeah, normal stuff. Maybe we'll do some holiday movies for Christmas. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? I really like any like of the stop motion. Oh, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and uh, so It's going to be very hard to find that Christmas movie that one of us hasn't seen. I have a couple. Did you see The Santa Claus with Tim Allen? I have not. Oh, that's a good one. I that love that one. that one growing Have up. you ever seen yeah. Rare Exports? It's a good one. Okay. Will you come back in December? Yeah. Bring Santiago? Mm-hmm. Okay. Make you guys watch Rare Exports? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.